Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. We're not intimidated by thugs. Mugs, pugs, thugs. Litwits, halfwits, dimwits. Thug means never having to say you're sorry. Any thug can kill. I want you to take your ego out of the equation. Thug life. Bud White is a valuable officer. White's a mindless thug. Oh, hell yeah. They got robbers, thugs, drug dealers. Right, you name it. Got any thug in you? Sweet spot in the midst of all of it. Wet spot, wet spot. Wow, what are the odds that Sony ended up releasing the uh, interview in small? That uh, struck me more like, well, we've got a shitty movie and an out. <laughs> and we're not cowards. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not at all. We were always going to release it. Mm-hmm. Always. Like forever, always. Yeah. See, I still blame us for this. I blame us as a people for this because it's, we are, no theater was going to show it because somebody shows up and they fucking slip in the lobby and it's going to, oh, you should have known oh, there would be a lawsuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Owen. Owen. Yeah. Which, by the way, perfect name for a dog. Yeah. Just so is. you can just they go, Owen. Uh, Owen pointed out, he was like, you know, we're not as litigious as we think, and there's a documentary called Hot Coffee mm-hmm. about it. And here's the thing, I don't, I used to be one of those people, like, yeah, somebody sued McDonald's because their coffee was too hot. No. That, that When you hear the particulars of that case, it's like, yeah, they should have fucking sued and won. Right. Because, have you heard the particulars no, on it? No. Okay. So this particular McDonald's was violating health code, storing the coffee that they served at a known unsafe temperature. Okay. Like, they served it. Like, basically, if a, if a health inspector had come in, they'd been like, yeah, you can't serve that coffee at that temperature. It's against the law. Right. A woman got it, got second-degree burns on her inner thighs from where mm. it spilled. They contacted McDonald's. <laughs> wow. And said, we just want you to pay the medical bills. And McDonald's was like, mm, no. So they sued and got one day's coffee receipts mm. from McDonald's. And that's one where it's like, okay, you fucked up. Someone got hurt because you fucked up. Yeah. This is where you back off and go, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll cover that. And I remember getting into it with this guy who worked with. He's like, when I order coffee, I expect it to be hot. And oh, God. Yeah. Do you expect it to give you second-degree burns? But when it, and Because they found that if they overheated it, they could keep more pots lined up so they could sell more uh, coffee. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were in the wrong. They were demonstrably in the wrong. But this would be a case where... Even if the stuff got thrown out as nonsense suits, you would still have a company having to respond to it, having to deal with it as though it was a fucking legit, like, the movie theaters, I don't blame, and that's more on us, but like I said before, Paramount for pulling goddamn Team America, that's some jackass. Yeah, that's bullshit. I don't care, you know, what the, yeah. the danger of being sued notwithstanding. Right. Uh huh. You weren't going to get... No. Anything from Team America. No, you weren't. We will pull down your Sony PlayStation. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Oh, you mean I can't play Grand Theft Auto on Christmas Day? Oh, well. Yeah. Guess I'll have to spend it with my annoying family. Oi. Yeah, so. This again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. However. I like my coffee hot. Yes. 
And if you just take that isolated, I'm going to put my two cents in now about anything, regardless of my lack of knowledge on yeah. anything about it. Uh-huh. I like my Notice coffee. I didn't come out and oh, say, yes. I like my coffee hot, Jim. Mm-hmm. What's the problem? Right. You know why? Because I don't fucking know. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, you just go, okay, well, let's hear what this is. Once again, reinforces why in the fuck am I on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> because holy shit. Yeah, that is just an ocean Especially of fucking... big, big ideas get bandied about around the holiday season. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. I don't give a shit about what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. I really don't give a shit about what Richard Dawkins fucking says. Oh, that... Uh, I fucking don't care. Yeah. Do you, you hear the one about the priest, the rabbi, and the atheist? Yeah. Walk into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that is the greatest way to end that. Because uh, he's, he's, they don't want to drink with him because he's such a dick. Is that a joke? No. That's no. what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> Just the way he threw out that that's what happens. Was like Christ in Christmas? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't fine. Yeah. Can uh well will there be snacks in Christmas? Yes. That's what I'm worried about because I'm large. Well, it's one of those things where I just want to say to anyone who complains about it, it's like, look, I'm uh. an atheist, so are you going to go to work on Christmas Day and refuse the t- the double time? No. Okay. Then shut the fuck yeah. up. And it's again, it goes into that uh, being offended for people like the folks who are like, I'm certain the p- people who work at Walmart would like to have a holiday with their families, but their co- no, their company is forcing them to go in because we mob the places. Mm-hmm. And how many of those people are like, wait, you mean I could celebrate Thanksgiving with my family anytime I want, but I get time and a half yeah. or double time for coming in on this day? Okay, okay I'll do fine. that. You know, I don't know. It's just um, ugh. Stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. But it is on the other side of this. Um, when the Christ and Christmas people get too loud, yeah, about atheists, I yeah. say that's not true because Jim's not like that. Yes. So zero fuck su- you. zero sum game. Yeah. Winner winner chicken dinner. Right. <laughs> ding ding chicken wing. Yes. Four twenty piece pipe. Yes. <laughs> So I've seen a fair quantity of movies. Have you? I saw Foxcatcher, Birdman, Whiplash, Gone Girl, and uh, Snowpiercer. You sitting down? Good uh-huh. thing you're sitting down. Uh-huh. You know what I did? What? I went to the fucking movies. Yeah? Into the woods. Yep. Mm-hmm. Christmas. Well, and your wife. Well, yeah. Yeah. But it was part of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. It really was. How How is Into the Woods? <sighs> Not much of a Sondheim fan. Yeah? Am I? Right. Uh... Apparently. Yeah. Because I'd never seen Into the Woods. Uh-huh. Didn't really know what it was about. Right. Um, or anything. Mm-hmm. The music, nothing. Uh, guess what? Meryl Streep was really good. What? At what she does. Uh-huh. For someone who was vexed because of someone stealing greens. Uh-huh. Well, you know. So that that was the first, like, hmm, maybe. Uh-huh. Hmm. I see. All right, well, carry on with your story. And it just kind of, it, it got into the, um, uh, what's that, into the moral equivalency mm. rather than into the woods. But whatever. Right. Uh, there, seeing just the posters for it reminds me of my favorite recent Onion headline, which is uh, Johnny Depp, now just pile of scarves and, uh, scarves and necklaces. He added nothing to it other than, hey, Johnny Depp's in it. Right. Again, my problem with musicals is the energy movie musicals nowadays, the energy isn't there. The energy's no. not there and they're not played very stagey, which you need. You need the applause breaks, you need the energy of the audience, and without that it's there's a certain kind flat. of from what I gather mm-hmm. from this mu- this musical alone. Yeah. 
Sondheim was very much the musical man for the people, uh, okay. the, wor- the working class, which is, fuck, of course. Yeah. I don't know that. That's pulled completely out of my ass by mm. watching this film. So okay. if I'm wrong, for then the people wrong, out there yeah. picking out what we do wrong, yeah, you, you good Lord, something. you must be tired. Yes. <laughs> but uh, particularly me, you mm-hmm. probably passed out. Whatever. It was kind of thrown off by the big, glossy, Lord of the Ringsy okay, yeah, detail, which was beautiful. Right. But you kind of get lost in that yeah, while I they're doing that. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> piece of carrots, piece of carrots. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Again, the, the last stage the last stage musicals, I've seen the, the three big ones, The Rock of Ages, The Les Mis, and The Rent. Mm. All of them. Made me had me leaving the theater going. People fucking like that. Like <laughs> people like that. Like Les Mis a little closer, but it just it it didn't. Especially after having seen like the anniversary performances, right? Where I can't remember his name, but the uh, the African American or uh, he's British, the black guy <gasps> who does Javert. <gasps> yeah, holy shit! That guy has hope. Always said when Javert sings, it's supposed to be like the voice of God. This guy has it. This guy outright just like. Right. You're telling me that uh, Russell Crowe didn't have the voice of God? <laughs> Evidently not. Huh. The best movie review was from The Onion, and it was just a headline. It might have been a whole article, but all I remember was uh, Russell Crowe does amazing job playing a man who can't act or sing. <laughs> like, Jeez. It's got to be what it is. So let's see. Gone Girl, I fucking liked a lot. Okay, I read some of the reviews as to why... People got their panties in a twist about it, and it made me like it more. I see. That's all I can say is it made me like it more. Uh, Snowpiercer, I saw just because I'm like, okay, everyone either loves or fucking hates this thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it was all right. I thought it was decent. It's I didn't porn. Think it was I mean, it's not bad. Huh? It's, it's, mm. Mm. <laughs> it, was, it was decent. It was okay. But then the three that I saw in the theater. That's the one about the train. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Foxcatcher, Birdman, and Whiplash. Of those three, Whiplash is unquestionably breakaway my favorite. Okay. I will watch Whiplash again fucking tonight. J.K. Simmons is so goddamn good in it. Okay. Uh, which is, uh, yes, anyone who knows J.K. Simmons is like, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course he was good in it. Uh, I, I am betting that in a few months' time, the phrase Academy Award winner J.K. Simmons mm. is going to be in our, in our lexicon oh, as see. well it fucking should. I got, he's amazing in it. Uh, we're also, hang on, the uh, motivation for today's show, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Academy Award winner Michael Keaton for Birdman because he is so goddamn what I hear. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we also might have, honestly, Foxcatcher might have three nominations coming out of it for wow. Carell, Ruffalo, and Tatum. Nice. Really, really good. It was kind of my least favorite of the three just because... For the climax, the big deal at the end, they didn't give me enough history to make that make as much sense as it needed to. Um, kind of relied on the audience members' knowledge of the, not, of the uh, uh, kind of. Do you know what it's about? Oh yeah. Okay. About well, Dupont. The yeah, the actual killing. Well, that's yeah. no the killing. It, it, it wasn't the reasoning behind it, the rationale, anything building up to it. I don't think it was enough build up to I it. See. It was just sort of like, oh. I see. Which might have been what they were going for, because from what I understand, it was kind of a what the fuck. Right. There there wasn't like, oh, God, yeah, we were sort of scared because he was creepy. It was like, 
It was just out of nowhere. This happened one day. So that might be it. But Whiplash does what any great movie, I think, does where it it's this world of basically Juilliard. It's a proxy for Juilliard, but it's basically Juilliard. And it creates a world where you're like, oh, okay, I totally, I get this. Now, okay, Mm -hmm. I see what that world is like. It makes sense here. It's because it's basically a guy who's in one of the junior bands as a page turner. He's the backup drummer who basically turns pages on the charts, who one day just gets jumped up into you are now part of the studio big competition band. Oh, okay. It's, oh, man, Simmons... Fuck, I, I seriously can't get over how good J.K. Simmons is in it. He, he fucking destroys. Awesome. He's so goddamn good. But of those three, I said if you – I would say actually of the five, if you had a chance to see only one of them, I would wholeheartedly recommend Whiplash. It's fucking incredible because it's basically – like it's about the guy who pushes you to be great to the point of wiping out anything. Uh, if it's not perfect, like the whole thing is, is like, okay, play this. And the guy hits like three notes. Not my tempo. Okay. Go again. Two, three. He starts playing one, two, three. Uh, nope. Again, again, again. Like, yeah, it's fucking fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it and get the chance to whiplash is going to be a big shit and deal in a few months. Huzzah. Huzzah. So, yeah. yeah. Birdman, huh? Birdman. Birdman. That's going to win a bunch of shit just because of the the angle they take with it. The whole thing looks like an unbroken shot. Yeah. Uh, But what's cool about it is it's not done in real time. Okay. You know, you'll have two people talking off stage. Because essentially the whole show is about a former film actor trying to put on a play. Right. And, you know, you'll have the two, like, two people off stage talking, and the camera will go up, move over on stage, and one of those people is on stage doing a scene. Gotcha. Uh, shit will go down, and the camera will just point up at the sky, and then f- it's day. You know, you'll see the time yeah. speed up until it's day, and then we continue from there. Great movie, great performances. Um, it goes beyond just being a cool experiment. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yes. So. Huzzah. Excellent. How was your Christmas? It was not bad. It was not bad at all. My sister got me. So, funny story. The world coming full circle. When I was a little kid, I had this McDonald's plate. We got a McDonald's. It was uh, like Ronald raking leaves and Grimace jumping into the pile of leaves. Mm, fucker. Yes. Uh huh. And when I was a little kid, that was all I wanted to eat off of. And my mom one day made me eat off a regular plate. She's like, no, you're going to eat off this. I fucking threw it. Nice. Shatters the family joke for the longest time. I was sitting in my little high chair. My mom was cleaning up, and she looks up at me. She fi- she's cleaning stuff up later, and she finds a little piece of it, and she looks at me. She goes, do you know what this is? Do you know what this is? And then I said, it's a triangle. So years later, that plate, my McDonald's plate, my sister just gives it, you know, feeds Maggie off of it. We look away. She just picks it up, throws it on the ground, and breaks it. I'm sorry, I do not have a lot of shit from my childhood. I just don't. Right. That was like the thing that I had. And I was genuinely bummed about it. It's like, my sister got me to plate. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but she was like, it's a full circle thing, nice. you know, broken to broken, and now it's replaced. Okay. Uh, yes. Did you, in fact, say triangle or triangle? Triangle. Okay, good. Did she report it as with a W? Yes. Okay. So I'm like, 
You better not be being precious. <laughs> he better fucking said triangle. I did say triangle. Okay. I did. All right. <laughs> I did. All right. I'll put my sword away. All right. Yes. My, like, ah! my si- God damn it. What the fuck was that, Julie? <laughs> it's funny. My sister is starting a, a blog with a bunch of these travel things she's doing. And she's like, oh, I think it would be great if I'm able to get this and this and I can get sponsorship. And I'm like, you need to slow down. I said, I said, you have to be, you have to want to do this. Period. We are at almost two hundred and fifty episodes. Next, uh, in February, we will be at two hundred and fifty episodes. Shaka Zulu. I know. Uh, you're never. You have to go into it with this thought. You're never going to get paid for this at all. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, don't pick out the super car wash just yet. Yeah. Oh yes, I do have one one thing that I'm gonna that I'm thinking about doing with this show. And I'm doing it just because I want to do it, and it'll be hilarious. I'm thinking about submitting our three-part Day the Clown Cried for a Peabody. <laughs> That's why you should. Because you can. You can tell there's an online thing to do that. So I think you're going to submit us for a Peabody so we can be a Peabody Award-considered podcast. Just to have that. <laughs> I'll put that in the back of the T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Peabody Award-considered. Considered. Matter of fact, it may have a picture of it. You're going to get considered. considered. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't be proud of being a thug, <laughs> film or otherwise. Well. That may take over. Oh, man. Uh, so, yes. Coming soon. That. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I like it. So, like anybody it. out there wants to back us on this. <laughs> Come on. Peabody consideration. Yeah. Hashtag Peabody consideration. <laughs> That'll be a good time. That'll be a good time. Oh man! So Michael Keaton, yeah, Mikey. He's somebody that when I was I was watching Birdman, I was like, how come I've never we've never done a fucking show about this guy? How come we've never? Because he's one of those dudes. When you look back at our childhood, he was always there. He was fucking everywhere. He was omnipotent and omnipresent. Yes, and phenomenal. He was he was one of the original like. Amazing comedians that had like the one role that went dramatic, and all of a sudden everyone was no, he's not just a comedian. He can't be funny ever again. Yes, no, no, that's not. Have you possible. seen him in Clean Server? He can no longer do anything. <laughs> see, and he uh, let's His see. Days of Mister Mom are behind you now, sir. As <laughs> well, it should be. Wow, he was in a handful of Mary Tyler Moore episodes. He was on Maud and Mary Hartman. And there's Maud. Yeah, and then there's Maud. Oh well, that was just that was just an ordeal. Um, he hit it big. Actually, funny night shift and Mister Ma. Oh wow, holy shit! There's a good fucking run here. But let's start at the beginning, where we knew him. Three movies he made in a fucking row. He done a bunch of TV shows. Then 1982 hit Mister Mom. Oh wait, yes. Night Shift, Mister Mom, Johnny Dangerously, and Gung Ho. I watched all of those movies all the time. Yeah. At least of which being Gung Ho, I think. Yeah, yeah, same here. But just all of those other ones, I watched all the time. Oh, they God, were yeah. when cable came on, they were on all the time. Yeah. And I, I love. Mr. Mom was on all the fucking time. The Henry Winkler um, podcast, he did uh, um, a Nerdist. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about Night Shift. And like they were trying to show a way of this of his character being just kind of broken and defeated and like the saxophone player comes by on the subway and starts playing to him and you know giving him money what should i do and michael keaton's like should write him a check and went to ron howard who was like do it so michael keaton has always had that humor. he he does the fast paced kind of quick talker oh, yeah. guy damn near better than anyone perfect 
He's fucking fantastic. Uh, Night Shift. That movie is yeah, what, what fucking Night Shift. I mean, it's it's brilliant. It really is. Uh, Mr. Mom, you're, that was inescapable. And it was done at a time when a man staying at home was, what is this? The, yes. The Michael Keaton, stand in one place, point, make a point, lick your lips and make the point again thing. He does a lot with the eyes. Uh-huh. You know, I love that shirt. I wear that shirt every day. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That whatever rant he gives to Terry Gar, yeah, that's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And Johnny Dangerously is weird. I love Johnny Dangerously. Didn't fucking get it. <laughs> no, for way real, too young. For ages. Yeah, I just knew I liked Mary Lou Henner in it mm-hmm. well, because she's Mary Lou Henner and she was in it. Yep. So I am handicapped. I'm a sociopath. <laughs> you shouldn't kick me in the nods. <laughs> fucking Piscopo nailing it. Omar Sharif, <laughs> you farging ice holes. Oh, come on. <laughs> How? You dirty summonum bish. That was everywhere until high school, I mm-hmm. think, and, and beyond. Yeah. You That's cart- one of those things you say to a group of young people. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Folks our age, if you were to say, you farging, cork-sucking ice holes. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Johnny Dangerously. Yeah. You know. say that to anybody else? Uh-huh. I just... They just kind of look down. Yeah. You know when you're talking, everyone's looking down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that moment. It's that moment. Wasn't he... Didn't he work out... Start out in a pet shop, like, like wiping down dogs? Yes. Like, yeah. It's fucking classic. <laughs> now when I know enough about movie history to look at that, it's like, oh, okay. This is... This is great. Yeah. This is fucking great. Duckies and bunnies. <laughs> It's good shit. Uh, yeah, it's such an odd period parody. It's just, that's just a good time. It is. That's all there is to it. It's just a good goddamn time. Um, Gung Ho. Gung Ho was one of those that I think now I'd probably appreciate more. Yeah. Because it's about an American car plant gets bought out by a Japanese company. Think about that. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. Jesus. And they Oh, crippling decade long dead. <laughs> they come to an American the American car factory and try and make it run like a Japanese right. factory. Like a Japanese. Yeah, like a Japanese, exactly. <laughs> and what's great about it is it kind of illustrates the Yeah, in Japan, they have a very different culture when it comes to work than we do here. Let's just go with in Japan, they have a very different culture. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you need to see the Anthony Bourdain no, uh, 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 Parts Unknown on Tokyo. Mm. He, he's like, Tokyo. the first time I came to Tokyo, it was like doing LSD. And then he walks you through it. It's like, oh, yeah, I can totally see that. The episode where he goes to Lyon. 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 He, he eats, at, uh, eats at this restaurant for a guy who has two, three Michelin star restaurants. Oh yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like the, basically, the guy you know the red, white, and blue collars that the master chefs have. Yeah. The guy who started that. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. And, and Bourdain's no, yeah. you sent like, me that text. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Bourdain's sitting there in a fucking suit, right? 
at this guy's restaurant. And he's like, this is the meal of my life. Like this full rabbit that still has the head on it and this Ooh. insane sauce that looks like chocolate. But it's like, oh. oh, no, it's this sauce thickened with the blood and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, yeah. You will that episode. You'll lose your fucking mind uh, over. Sound, I'm already losing. It. I'm yeah. halfway out, baby. How? <laughs> yeah. Parts unknown. The episodes that are great. The fire rises. Yep. The episodes of Parts Unknown that are great are fucking beyond belief. Great. That's awesome. uh, I have yes. watched nary a second of that show. I think you'd. I think I, you'd I, like of course it. I would. I like Anthony Bourdain. Oh God, yeah. And that's one where no matter what you try, no matter what, yeah, yeah, he's a bit of. Uh, no, he's I don't give a shit about Bourdain. that. He's great. I don't care. See, I don't mm. care. Have you been watching the taste? Yeah, that Boston pain in the balls is going to be gone. Oh. The second Ludo loses a team challenge, that bitch is gone. <laughs> Fucking Ludo. Yeah. Uh. Like, A-tutu. What? A-tutu. <laughs> A-tutu. <laughs> he is so old school French chef. It's not even funny. Uh. But I will say the ki- the challenges make me like Marcus Samuelson so much more. Because he is such I'm a, a fucking color fairy, he's <laughs> yeah. very strange. But when he's working with somebody, he is yeah, the ultimate fucking positive. mentor. He's like okay, super, the, super nice, super yeah. positive. I'd like to see when that finally cracks. Oh yeah, to see what darkness truly yeah, lies he goes, behind. Oh, yeah, good. For Although the he takes one takes his pants off and starts throwing <laughs> things at people. <laughs> And goddamn, Nigella can't pick a fucking staff. No. God damn. By the way, she has been on point this oh, well, season. Mm, of course. On point. A little, a little. Come on, baby. Let's not. <laughs> let's, let's not go. Let's not. Uh, let's, don't let those producers talk you into another size down. Yeah. Sit down with a bowl of gravy <laughs> and me. It'd be great. My wife and I have an understanding yeah, in this fine. specific situation. She understands. Trust me, she understands. Oh, man. It'll be just great. Jambalaya, <laughs> crawfish pie, and filet gumbo. Son of a bitch, we'll have big fun on the motherfucking bayou. When your ass is bigger. Ew. Now, actually, what, what, um, what I loved is the guy who got picked by all four, and Bourdain was like, I think it'd be great. Let's do it. And they're like, what? Uh, what? You're not even going to let us talk. Had that guy been spread, had it been me, I would have been like, first off, before anyone talks, Ludo, I respect you. You're amazing, Bella. I came here to cook with Anthony. I don't know. Maybe he was just <laughs> trying to piss off Ludo. <laughs> I love what they say. Uh, Ludo, you could, uh, on the soup, they made a comment about, you know things are getting heated when Ludo gets subtitled. Yeah. yeah. And he's speaking fucking English. Well, You're like a, a doctor? After, after a fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But yes, that is that is the high the hot cuisine. That's a dude who came up through Leon and got fucking screamed at. Problem. Mm, a lot of things happened to him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not saying in a Samuelson, but some pants were down. <laughs> oh, why has it got to be Samuelson? Why can't it be Bourdain? I know he has. <laughs> <laughs> I've read his book. Ah, well, yeah, dude. I um, oh my. Yeah, that show is fucking good. It's and good. I like the new format with it. I like that they've quickened the pace. Yeah, you got to do something with that. Mm. Uh, let the people over at Wizard Wars yeah. uh, figure that one out. You uh, need to pick up the pace. 
Yeah. Just a skosh. And, and Wizard War is designed for me. Subject matter? But the execution but, leaves a little to be desired. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got a feeling that, that, that Boston Broad's going to get bounced as soon as possible because she's fucking awful. Yeah. And everything really about is. And I love that guy's point when he got voted where she's like, wait, worse than nothing? Like, yeah. Oh, they had to put someone in there. And what I hate is good chefs are getting bounced for this. Cues. Yeah, well. Cooks. Cooks, yeah. Ta-ta. I think there's actually a couple of chefs. If you're yeah. wondering, well, what's the difference? Chefs make money. Yeah. So the people that are actually making money when they're not doing the show, I yeah. think there are a few of them. Well, chefs are the ones who, the chef plans the menu and tells people what to do. Chefs make money. They can yeah. get in the kitchen as well, but right. that's what their job is, yeah. is to, to make money. <laughs> the cooks make food. Yeah. I'm oh, a cook. I like it. I'm a cook. I cook things. That's all I do. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, you know what I forgot? And this is what's so weird is every year I forget, because I, living in South Texas, living in this area, you can get tamales all the time. Yes, you can. But for some reason, I, around Christmas time, it's when tamales are just the shit. Yeah. I've been buying the H-E-B, just regular ones, mm-hmm. the pork, and then, because, the, I'm sorry, when it comes to tamales, there's pork, and then there's, okay. Um, then something you people are doing out there. Yeah. That's an experiment. At the Picadillo con Papas. Hey, Picadillo has Papas. Yeah, I think they were clarifying it for... Just so you'd know. Yeah, just so In case so someone you'd... said, what's this? Yeah, what's going on? Audrey, there's something in my tamale. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? Is this a papa? Audrey. Audrey, what is this substance in my tamale? The porks are where it's at. I've been like tamale breakfasts for the past two weeks. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Want to talk about hashtag gains? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That'll do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus H. Christ. I'm fat. Where do they put all the fucking calories in a goddamn tamale? I'm fattening up over this break and hitting New Year. I'm going to tighten my shit back up. Tighten all the way back. Yeah. Toit. Toit for Audrey. <laughs> oh, man. You fans can stick it, brother. <laughs> We're just talking nonsense. Yep. This is, this is delicious beer. Yep. It must be the uh, the Foster's giant can of beer from 7-Eleven I brought. Yes, it's the premium ale. Once a... alcoholic lager beer. beer. Once upon a time, it was known as Foster's Special Bitter. <sighs> yeah, for some reason. I, and I remember, you know, trying the regular Fosters and being like, this is not any good. Yeah. And then showing up with these at your place once. It's so funny looking back at that time when it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, without question, just call, what are you doing? Nothing. Come over? Okay. That was basically it. Pretty much. Hey, man. Cool. You coming over? Yeah. All right. Yes. Need me to get anything on the way? Nah, we got beer for a while. Then we'll go get some <laughs> beer for a while. Beer for a while. My autobiography. Yeah, I just I, I what I loved was going over there and opening your fridge, and you had like in your fridge you had like Hill Country Fair ham slices, mm-hmm. um, and then like both of the crisper drawers full of beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second thing that the, you know the most the, the second shelf full of beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door had some ketchup, mustard, and mayonnaise, mm-hmm. and the top would occasionally have some food, but normally beer. Yeah. Like yeah. Vince Neal's fridge. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. And I was. 
Dummy. Yeah. Oh, man, we drank so much there. We really did. Fuck. So here's my question for that apartment. How many empty bottles of beer did you leave inside that apartment? Over 200? Hold on. Let's, okay. Let me think about this for a minute. Let me see what I can do. Let me think about it. In the meantime, enjoy yes. uh, the Death Metal Rooster. Ah. Three hundred and twenty-five. Wow. Okay, hold on. This is totally visual, so <laughs> play that one more time. <laughs> oh, Diggles. <laughs> God damn, I love that dog. <laughs> Seriously, I fucking love that dog. <laughs> I love that dog more than ninety nine percent of people who who have yeah. and will ever live. That's the the joy of dogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a lot. I left a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Just fuck that place. No <laughs> fucks given. Bill me, bitch. <laughs> uh, I think about the shit I could have left in my apartment, but didn't. Yeah. Ugh. I left that couch that Mark and I stole. Yeah. Stolen couch. Yep. That is sort of magical. It is. Oh. Moral of the story? Don't take your carpet out of your apartment when you're getting the carpets cleaned. Yeah. Just move it about. Mm-hmm. Don't leave it out. See what I did there? I'm it a rhymes. fucking genius. Therefore, it's true. I don't know why I hit that. <laughs> no fully. <laughs> So, anyway. Michael Keaton. Anyway, Michael yeah. Keaton. He's an actor. Yeah. Well, after Gung Ho, he went into a couple that I'm not very familiar with. Touch and Go and The Squeeze. Now, The Squeeze, I saw. And I believe that was like the trauma movie that actually made enough money for them to be able to do shit. Oh. It was like a good movie. Basically, it was like this guy, this guy who stumbles onto these folks who figured out how to fix the lotto. Oh, okay. And... uh it's actually kind of a cool idea because it's all magnets and shit, and it's like certain balls that are painted in a magnetic thing and a magnet that'll push them through. It's kind of cool. Um, don't remember it very well. Now, the next one, a lot of people call kind of like his, one of his most iconic, I don't care for the movie very much, Beetlejuice. Oh, love it. I know. Some people love it. It's just never, it's too Tim Burton-y for my It's taste. so Burton-y and less... It's just like one of those um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre things. People think, they uh-huh. look back at that movie, oh, it's so bloody. They look back at Beetlejuice and say, oh, it's so gothy and emo mm-hmm. kid. Right. It really isn't. Yeah. It's really more just fucking wacky. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sure yeah. whack. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I like that. It reads like stereo instructions. It's just so fucking weird. It is. It that, is. Uh, I, I, how could I not be charmed? It's, it's beautiful. The sequel... That never happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've heard of this, uh-huh. right? Oh, yes. I wish that they would make that script just because it's, I, it might be the first time in history that, that writers were like, oh, how much can we fucking flip off the studio <laughs> with this? Oh, you want us to do that? Done, motherfucker. Yeah. Duh. Fucking 
un. Yeah, but Beetlejuice, it's an in, it's a cool idea. That definitely is the Tim Burton being given fucking carte blanche to go for it. Yeah. That had to be his I'll do Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But I'll do Did you see Tim Burton pop up in this in an ad where it I don't remember what he said. His his line was brilliant, but it was like somebody developed this app that was like zombies versus unicorns or some mm-hmm. and he gets brought in to direct the film version of it. And like somebody goes, Oh, we could have him, you know, do blah blah blah. He goes, No. Unicorns don't do that. And it's just this perfect <laughs> fucking Tim Burton moment. Like, I imagine that would happen in an actual conversation. Probably with Tim does. Burton. Dozens of times. Just between he and Johnny Depp. For his career, I have one thing that I envy Tim Burton the most. Lisa Marie. Yeah. My God. Like, Lisa Marie was Tim Burton's girlfriend for the longest time. She is one of those human beings that you look at and you're like, mm, your parents had a fucking cheat code. Yeah. Because, no, I'm sorry, humans don't look as good as you do, period. Yeah. That, that No. No. You would have been burned as a witch. Yes. Yes. Just for your prettiness. My God. Yeah. Oh, the most male moment we have throwing in here. Uh, woo! Now, smoke weed every day. Now, I don't recollect the movie Clean and Sober. I remember it hitting and it being this huge deal where it's like, oh, my God, Michael Keaton. Yeah. I'm still stunned that people are under the impression that comic actors can only do comedy. Bad things. Shitty comic actors can only do comedy. I don't think people think that. I think journalists think people think that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Comedy is hard as fuck. Yeah. You got to have great timing. Drama, you don't have to have that timing. Not really. You can let shit breathe in drama and it'll work. You let shit breathe in comedy and it's known as not fucking funny anymore. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Clean and Sober, kind of an interesting idea. Then he goes right back into form doing what he does best with the Dream Team, where he's like the sanest of the crazies. You're right, right. Uh, I re- recollect very little of this. They go into town. Yeah, they go to town. Ta- yeah, it's crazy people going into town. That's what I remember. Yeah, it's about right. That is a Christopher Lloyd right. in that. Yes, he was. As was, I believe, Peter Boyle. Mm, yeah, yeah. To enjoy Peter Boyle. Yes. He's got it going on, as the kids would say. <laughs> now, this next one, I this this next movie is why I disregard ninety five percent of people's complaints. Because when Michael Keaton was announced as Batman, you would have thought they'd fucking said Polly Shore is going to play Superman next. <laughs> Like, the next Superman movie is going to be a snuff film. <laughs> like, mm. people fucking lost it. He'll be stalking his ex-girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my. Dead be dead yeah. for no reason. Fuck yeah, it's crazy. That never happened. No. <laughs> when Michael Keaton was announced as Batman, so many people were just like, oh, fuck this. You know what's fuck great about blah, that? Blah. I was so young that I didn't have a chance to be that guy yet. Yes, same here. Like, yeah. Batman? Michael Keaton's going to be Batman. Yeah. Who's that? Who, who? The guy that was in Beetlejuice. Really? Oh, he's an actor. We were 13. Wide-eyed. Yeah, 13-year-old boys. Just like, what? Who cares? It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Because it they was. cracked the code. The suit plays Batman. Correct. You cast Bruce Wayne. And fuck. Until you change the suit so much. Yeah. That the suit's playing Liberace. <laughs> 
or something Liberace would like to play. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my. Sex. Indeed. <laughs> Dude sex. Dude sex. Dude smooching and pee-pee touching. <laughs> That's what some of those Batman outfits look like. Uh, yeah. yeah. Totes. 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 Um, but his Bruce Wayne sold me. Entirely in the yes. first scene he was in, I forget was it was it uh, it's it's Chinese. Oh my! Uh, was that no? The... It says uh, it's Japanese. How do you know that? Because I bought it in Japan. And he did the whole yeah. eye, tongue, make a point thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I no, bought it in Japan. I mean, bought it in Japan. Robert fucking Wool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With your one good thing you ever did, uh, you were in not good enough. Which one? Batman. Arliss? Arliss? No. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, Hollywood Nights. Oh, to see, that, to me, the, my favorite Robert Wool thing is Assume the Position nah. with Professor Wool. That's a good show. I'm sure it is. It's a good time, man. Two good things. Two good things in a career, sir. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? But Batman, Batman fucking, it, I, I haven't seen it in forever, and I'm certain that going back, I'd be like, Yet you uh, do uh. feel the prince, yeah, more than you, you would when you were younger. <laughs> you there's, there's a lot feel of the prince. You feel the prince. Prince is everywhere. My friend Ken put it so beautifully. He put bat dance on a couple of mixes for parties. Oh dear! He'd be like, remember when you were a kid and you like kind of liked the song, and then you got older and you realized it was the worst thing ever recorded. It's just. <laughs> Squeaks, pops, guitar squeals, and ew! And this is over, <laughs> over, over, and over again. Ew! It's just all over the place. And someone in the back from Rolling Stone going, genius! I remember when the video hit, looking at it, going, "We're we're gonna do this this fucking dance." Like if if I if we'd been going to camp, the time like we're gonna do this fucking dance number. At camp this year, aren't we? Yeah. We're like yes. running through. Ch- you know, these people are going to represent going to d- corporate world. And these people represent. Oh, oh, God. Fuck. College. You put me in a red shirt? Actually, yeah. it was in a yellow shirt. Yes, you were. Yeah, not oh. red. Thank God. Yeah. Better dead than red, motherfuckers. <laughs> I was in a purple shirt. Well, which was inconvenient. Fast food. Convenient as fuck to yeah, find. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. But Bat Dance was one of those that when it hit, because everything was Batman. Batman yeah. was goddamn inescapable. My friend Clifton hit the fucking movie theater mm-hmm. in Victoria, Texas in Batman shirts. Yep. The, it's weird because now that level of marketing is the norm, but I don't think anything has hit the level of marketing that Batman no, the, I was the first Batman hit. prepared, man. There was fucking, there was cereals, there were, there were fucking I water bottles. still have a box of the Batman cereal. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were, there, like, seriously, it, it literally, every single thing that you could put a bat, like, Batman logo on, it was yeah. on. And I think Nicholson did it for cheap, but took a percentage of the m- merchandising and yeah. is just like rolling around in a fucking tub of Batman money to this day. That scene from The Departed where he's just throwing coke on hookers. Yeah. Uh-huh. He didn't direct that. No. That's just home footage. Yeah. <laughs> his and that kid coke is all the... bat money. Yeah, that was all. Yeah. He just uses his Batman money for coke. Uh-huh. A big goddamn giant bowl of coke. Big salad, crystal salad bowl of cocaine. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I just had to say. <laughs> 
Dr. Roxa was still the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I, what I love is there, there's a Dr. Roxa moment where you're totally silent next to this guy, and he looks around and he's, I took cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Just whispers it. It's fucking fantastic. Oh, that's good. We should really film this show. Yeah. We really, yeah. <laughs> Wait, when we get that Peabody money. Yes. That sweet, sweet Peabody gas. How fucking gag. stupid would it be if I put that in there? And it's not going to happen. No. But if we won a goddamn Peabody, I would literally, that would be my would. fucking, my, the head of my resume would be Peabody Award winner, James Dirks. Yeah. We, <laughs> we win a Peabody for that. I'm sponsoring Julie's fucking blog. Sponsored by Charles Clarkson Campbell. Peabody Award winner, mm. Charles Clarkson Campbell. Oh, dude, I would buy the shittiest suit. Never, like, oh, like I'd wash it in the machine and never iron it. I'd just wear the suit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? I would look like that guy from uh, My Clean PC. Yes. Or whatever it is. <laughs> is it My Clean PC? Yeah. No. Don't shave. Don't style well, your hair. Just come in. I'll grow some hair out just so it can be more disheveled. Is your computer... <laughs> Is your computer like rye whiskey? <laughs> Go to my cleanpc.com. <laughs> Does your whole dick? have these things that pop in there yeah. <laughs> yes you do not and that funny to anybody else but i think they're hilarious oh they connect <laughs> they smell like your mom's house your whole dick your whole dick my sleepy <laughs> that's what he looks like looks like one of those creepy <laughs> panel van driving weirdos oh god <laughs> You look like a burnt Doonesbury character. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> CleanPC.com. You can win a Peabody Award. Oh, God. <sighs> Everywhere. I'd wear that shit around my neck. It'd be, I'd have a Flavor Flav <laughs> necklace of that shit. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Thanks, Michael Keaton. Thanks, Michael Keaton. You deserve better. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look up. Keep keep your chin up, little soldier. Yeah. Bill Seymour Hoffman basically got tap danced off at his fucking wake on this show. Yeah, you know what's better than Philip Seymour Hoffman? Let's talk about dicks. Hadouken! <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. Have you seen either Pacific Heights or One Good Cop? Pacific Heights, yes. I, I understand that, that... Okay, here's my understanding of that. Th- this guy... Shows that there's p- people are renting an apartment. Mm-hmm. This guy shows up. He's really affable. They like him enough. They're like, fuck it. We don't need to run anything. Just let him move in. Yeah. And then he basically loopholes their lives into fucking hell. Yes. Okay. Yes. Might need to check that out. It's pretty good. Yeah. The problem was the trailer made it look so much darker. I mean, it's dark as fuck. Right. Remember. It's just made it, it oh. wrote a pretty big check. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh. Insufficient oh, funds. Yeah. Hey. It's good. Okay. It's not all that. 
Um, but he's good. Yeah, of course. Well, of course, because Michael fucking Keaton. Yeah. Then he did a movie I still haven't seen all the way through because it looks just fucking stupid. Uh, Batman Returns. It um, has its moments. Yes. But Penguin 1 suffers from, well, Penguin 1. Yeah, Mimi and Penguin. Yeah. Mimi and Penguin, a lot of him. Uh, the whole Batman doesn't kill thing right out the water because within the first 15 minutes of the film, he's just a I remember serial he, killer. He just comes in where cobble pots, clowns, or maybe not 15 minutes, whatever. When he finally shows up as Batman, uh, right. he sets a motherfucker on fire. <laughs> awesome. So, to death. Nice. I can get behind that. I, I can get behind but that. But, you know, obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. That's why I bought the ticket, let's face it. It's good, but there's a lot of let let the Burton loose on that. Well, that was the what's weird to me is it's the one that, like I remember when uh, like the Dark Knight came out and you know Howard had uh, Howard Stern had uh, Ralph was it Ra- yeah Ralph the fucking former stylist yes yes Ralph, fucking Ralph. And they were talking about comic book movies and they're like well obviously the best comic book uh, number one is Batman Returns. And I was like, okay, that has no. to be a different movie than I saw. Because I saw parts of something that Ralph was saying this, of course. sucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Batman Returns never saw. Don't care. Oh, hell no! Wah! Um, Porco Rosso is hit, just him doing a voice for a Miyazaki. I will see that at some point because Hope loves that shit. I don't care. <laughs> Hope likes it. Um, gotcha. Car. Gotcha. But I'll see it. Hey, maybe she doesn't know. like Sondheim. Do you remember when we watched that 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 movie about the drama camp? And at the end, that yeah. kid, it's David Sondheim! Like, yeah. Oh, man. Our experience is not actually Here's the worst possible review for Into the Woods. Okay. It was for um, from Doug Thompson, uh-huh. writer, director, star of Dougie Who. Okay. Friend of ours. Friend of the show. Uh, Nicole and I saw him in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Saw he and his boyfriend over Christmas, and, I, and Nicole said, well, how was Into the Woods? And I was like, oh, yeah, you saw an early screening of it in New York. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, New York sees everything a month ahead of us, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, it was good. But, well, no, no. You're a little too fabulous to just say well, it's know. good. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, yeah. yeah, it's good. Oh, you love Stephen Sondheim and can't say that it sucks. Mm-hmm. You can't reconcile that part of yourself. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, yes. So there. Now, what did you think about the Much Ado About Nothing? The uh, Kenneth Branagh with fucking Keanu Reeves trying. But this is about the point where we started realizing, okay, Michael Keaton's sort of a fucking badass. Yeah. I didn't finish it. Uh, You're not missing much. No, I didn't think so. I mean, but, I, I'm in love with Emma Thompson, so I mm-hmm. watched that all the way through because Emma Thompson is fucking amazing. Sure. And so there. Uh, Bran on it, like, I don't know, man. I get that from a technical standpoint, Bran is like the, the just the shit when it comes to Shakespeare. Like, his audition for Royal Shakespeare was called the most technically perfect performance that the folks there had ever seen. Well, you know... <clears throat> the guys from Dragon Force yeah, could are, play the oh, guitars yeah. real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, doesn't necessarily mean I want to put that on to feel anything. That's true. That's a good point. So, bully for you, Branagh. Mm-hmm. It's but, decent, but it just, I don't know, man. His Henry V is still where it's at. Yeah. But 
Mm. And it's because it, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I just don't know. I don't know what it is, but there's something about it. Yes. Something about Brennan <laughs> makes me. Huh. So are we ready to sample Phil's beer yet? Uh, almost. Almost. All right. Well, let me pull this out, and we will... <laughs> excuse me Meanwhile, while I whip this out. <laughs> uh, and let's see here. You are the leading asshole in the state. So, Not you, Phil. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, um, so. Pompous. Stuck up. up. Snot-nosed. English. Giant. Twerp, scumbag, fuckface, dickhead, asshole. That's us saying thank you. Yes. So he sent us, Phil, so, uh, a longtime fan of the show, sent us a uh, Sticky Monkey Vintage Central Coast Quad. It is, wow, aged nine to 14 months in a barrel, in a some sort of barrel. Uh, this looks like it's going to be awesome. Uh, it's got a Lucha Libre type of yeast hmm. um so yeah hopefully this will be very good it came in a box ah. the bottle was in a box wow i feel like the queen of england when <laughs> she is drinking a beer all right so we have uh, little cowboy boots to drink it out of <laughs> they are totes adorbs they are totes adorbs Mark's... Jesus, just kill me slap slap my face and uh make me a vegan Underneath the cap, it says, we are living beer. <laughs> no! <laughs> of course. Um, so we are living beer. Wonderful. It is... Uh, uh, let me just get these little beer, beer cans out the way. All right. So let's see what we've got here. Phil, longtime fan of the show, one of our frequent contributors. He has been a guest host on the show on at least one occasion. We have... Oof. Let me see what this looks like. Mm. The Firestone Ale Sticky Monkey. That monkey is sticky. Ever so sticky. All right. Let's give it a shot. Wow, that has a fucking, that's That's got got a powerful fucking smell to it. I like it. It's got a wang to it. Ooh. Oh, wow. This beer tastes you back, son. Oh, my. Wow. Wow. Sticky Monkey Vintage. It's a proprietor's vintage. Oh, wow. You can take, when they're barrel aged, I go into it cautious because I'm like, okay, this thing's going to grab my tongue with both, both hands. It do. It and do. it's going to work its way down. Oh, my. I do enjoy this, though. This is uh, it's tasty. That is robust. Philip, thank you, Frost. sir. Prost, indeed. Mm. Pretty soon, we're going to have a, a Ron Swanson bust and two... I haven't ordered them yet, but I'm going to. And I think... I don't know if we need the Storms. I think all we need is Jack Burton and Lopan. You're right. The Storms would be cool, but we got Jack and Lopan. That's all you need, really. We're good. Yeah. We're good. So, let's talk some more here. My life. Haven't seen it. Oh, that's one where he films himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Felt a touch too emotionally manipulative for my taste. Yeah, thank you. The paper I liked. Yes. <clears throat> the yes. paper. That's good stuff. It's tight. It's uh, th- th- just that whole, no, we're actually, uh, Rolling Stone, going to uh, verify, sir. Oh, and Gary Trudeau, go fuck yourself. Yeah, pretty much. He ran a Doonesbury this week where he basically is it was referencing 
what happened in at the, the Virginia the 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 gang rape that never occurred. Is it? It was at Virginia Tech, right? Or was it just, uh, Duke at Duke? No, 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 no. Not the Duke. Lacroix. Oh no, no, no. The thing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yes, most, Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, and she's like you're not going to Virginia. Oh, who's this? Fr-? Like, this is why. This wow. is why the Duke, bo- the Duke boys, the Duke <laughs> lacrosse, the Duke, the Duke lacrosse team didn't say, no, we're not going to let you dismiss the charges. No, we're, we are going to go through to a not guilty verdict. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you get, oh, well, like even with the Duke case, well, it's obvious something happened. It's not the facts. It's the seriousness of the charge. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So f- fucking pricks, man. I'm sorry. People call me stupid, dumb. Uh, a moron, an idiot. An idiot. See, I again, I go back to it. My problem with it is it's not fucking hard enough for these ladies to to come forward with this shit. We have to have assholes. Fuck you. Yep, yep. Oh, I just want to punch you in the fucking skull. But yeah, the paper, the whole thing, we have to verify this story before we run it. <laughs> That's damn a damn movie. Basically what that, that movie is. Yeah. We have to get a fucking verification on this. Just flood Rolling Stone with copies of the paper. Yeah, yeah. This like, everything you... is terrible with their Throne of Jerry Maguire v- VHS tapes. <laughs> Just do that. Mm-hmm. I remember when I gave up on Rolling Stone magazine. What it was, was when they gave Neil Young's album Sleeps with Angels a five-star review. The only five-star Whew. review I ever saw. That album sucked. <laughs> you know why it was given a five-star review? Because there was one song that was tangentially about Kurt Cobain. And that's what the title yeah, was. I got yeah. one eye stuck. Exactly. Yeah. Back in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. That's what happens. You are the Bulgarian, you fuck. Now I have not seen Speechless. I have not seen Multiplicity. I have. How bad? Not one of my faves. That strikes me as one of those contractual obligation. Oh, I fucking had to do this. I don't know. Doesn't that um, Ramus? I don't know. I think that was Ramus. It may well have been, but I don't know. Uh, I can't remember if it was or it wasn't. Doesn't really matter. Not, um, not any damn good. Not not very good. Kind of got lost in the uh, look what we can do rather than look what we're trying to say. Right. Then he fucking destroys it with his portrayal of Ray Nicolette in Jackie Brown. Yeah. Okay, that first off, Jackie Brown is one of those movies that has absolutely no shortage of amazing performances in it. Fucking Pam Greer is awesome. Robert Forster is the fucking man yeah. in this movie. Keaton? Holy yeah, yeah. shit. I know what it's like, man. Those people are grumpy on the best. Just that fucking him playing that good cop to the just the perfect level of good cop in that total Michael Keaton way where he Kind of the looks way that away. No one's ever chewed gum before. Yeah, he kind of yeah. chews his gum with the front teeth yeah. while he scrunches up the top half of his face and yeah. looks away. He's like, "Yeah, I understand. You know, yeah. get in there. Those people are sort of da da da. Like, fuck yeah, it's vintage, goddamn Keaton. It's the difference. I don't know the difference. He's not saying one's better than the other necessarily, but the people that are really, really fucking good at acting to camera. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. And no, even the slightest little thing, even. When the camera's not right in your grill, yeah, we'll read. Oh yeah, if you can do it right, mm-hmm. not just me doing something, yeah, but knowing what you're doing. Yeah, how does this play? Meryl Streep does a handful of them in Into the Woods that may or may not be noticed, yeah. but 
they work. Mm-hmm. That's a, so. Mer- Meryl Streep has got this acting thing figured she's out. She's all right. She's a bit of all right. I think she's going places. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's the same kind of thing. It's one of those yeah. things you notice when you leave a theater or finish a movie, What, regardless of what it is, what right. Michael Keaton was doing, Streep, for example, mm-hmm. you tend to remember these little things they did about mm-hmm. their performance rather than sometimes the whole goddamn movie. Right. Let's face it. Uh-huh. And that a sign of a very good actor. Oh, yes. So. Nails it. Destroys it. And then... Okay, Desperate Measures, I might have seen, but I have no recollection of. But yeah. I do remember Out of Fucking Sight oh, yeah. when he rolls up as Ray, Nicol- as, uh, Ray Nicolette. Again, mm-hmm. same character, dating Jennifer Lopez back when Madonna Mia. Yeah. Oh, man. I still, my favorite thing involving Jennifer Lopez was when... Uh, she had this whole, like, trying to keep it real bullshit with her singing career. Mm-hmm. I'm still Jenny from the block. And uh, there was a newscaster who's like, there's some people from the block who'd be really, uh, give her a curb job than in the line was supposed to be block party. But he said, curb job rather than a blow job. <laughs> and then just kind of throws. <laughs> oh, sure, for Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lopez, you fuck with the wrong bull. Say goodnight. <laughs> I believe I've made my point beautifully. Um, Put your mouth on that curb. <laughs> oh, no. No. I still, my favorite Jennifer Lopez picture was a shot from Geely of her sitting next to Ben Affleck, and it said uh, Jennifer Lopez with her famous ass. Mm. A bit of an easy shot. Yeah. But not, uh, still funny. Not saying you shouldn't be taken. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Sometimes, sometimes, I'm sorry, anyone's like, oh, that was a layup. Yeah, what, you're going to tell me you're in a basketball game, you're not going to take a fucking open layup? Dummy. <laughs> you get two free points, it's two free fucking points. But yeah, he kills it in both of those, even though he's in a fucking, he's barely in, out yeah. of sight. But he pops up long enough that you're like, yeah, that guy. Michael Keaton. I like him. Uh, you know, I like that guy. <laughs> yes. Um, now, this is where it gets into a weird zone with Keaton, because he then, Jack Frost, everything about that made me feel bad about myself. Just the previews. <sighs> Things happen when actors have kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't fucking criticize. I mean, whatever. The check cleared. Yeah. It's now a holiday classic, or so I'm told. Yes. Well, mm. I haven't seen a shot at glory. I don't remember him on uh, on uh, on The Simpsons. I think that was about the time I'd stopped watching. Uh, yeah, he played a convict. Uh, I barely remember it. Yeah, wait, you probably watched it at my place. You know what? I think desperate. Uh, wait, desperate measures. I now remember. He was uh, like some brilliant fucking in in jail. Some brilliant fucking criminal. Some murderer who was just really smart. Who figured a way to. Blah blah blah, get out. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's about as much as well, I remember. I want to see it. that now. Yeah, well, t- hey, Jim gave it a. Uh, he gave it a four murmurs and a blah blah blah. Yeah, and hey, take a mouth fart. Who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> <laughs> then we get a bunch of shit I am not familiar with. Uh, he did pop up on King of the Hill, mm-hmm. uh, First Daughter, Game Six, White Noise. That oh, movie, the previous to that yeah. alone. There are those who believe that you could use. Ah. 
Okay. Done. <laughs> Goddamn white noise. He just said he sees me. <laughs> I Excuse me. That's in the movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Behind you. Whoa! In oh. real life. He said, I can see you. My favorite part of Ghost Adventures is when they show a photograph and then do the extreme detailed drawing on it. They fucking John Madden that shit. They John Madden that shit where it's like, you can see it. Well, obviously right here, you can see the face and the arm and the head of a ghost walking into the room. At this point, (laughs) you could have a little drink. I just put a little sugar in the cocktail. <laughs> Allegedly, in my opinion. Uh, man. Yeah. White, White noise. noise. Saw it in the theater. Electronic voice phenomenon. That was uh, any trailer that has to start out with a goddamn dissertation about what the fucking basis of the movie is. Electronic voice phenomenon. People believe that when somebody died, they Oh, God. That came, around, came out around the same time as Boogeyman. And I was in culinary school, and me and this guy Seth would leave class to go watch whatever horror movie was out in the theater. So there was a run there where I saw a lot of really stupid shit. Yeah. And yeah. this was one of them. Of course, Michael Keaton wasn't the problem. No. No. At all. Every other part, he's the only thing that wasn't a problem. I think there's a sequel with Rob Lowe. Oh, yeah, probably. And Rob Lowe is the problem. Um, Certainly not Chad Lowe. Oh, man. Is it John Cusack? <laughs> I don't think so. Any asshole bullshit is just going to default to Q-Sack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not me uh, saying it, John. Yeah. So don't get mad. Yeah, don't get mad at me. Boo. You already blocked Mark Clapp. <laughs> Still the greatest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my life. Not me. I love, I love Mark. <laughs> I fucking love Mark. Yeah, man, he just blocked me. <laughs> like, all right. I have no idea what I did. I just asked him. He could have, you know, you know what? He could have just ignored it. He could have just fucking ignored it, man. I love Mark. I fucking love Mark, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, white noise. If you want, honestly, if you want the best EVPs out there, you have to watch Ghost Adventures. Yeah, yeah. See? Built a reputation. Yeah. They're. What did they call it? Uh, Their credibility. Oh, yes, see? Their credibility. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you. That was legitimate. You got to come over soon to watch the fucking the Irish one because Celtic demons. Oh God! I'll come over to your place and we'll watch it. Celtic demons. But oh, yeah, 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 probably. Oh, we got to be drunk as shit. Yeah, no, that's gonna happen right there. It is f- <laughs> fucking Celtic magical dude. demons. Yeah, that sounds like a band name <laughs> of some Ren Fair nerds in San Antonio. <laughs> Where? Oh, he's right behind me. <laughs> By the fridge. I, I, the only reason I thought of it is because I was like, Digby, where's Digby? Oh, this is prestige. Although I came up with the perfect punk band name, Scrotal Stitch. Yes. <laughs> poor little Digby with his... Oh. Mm, Digby and the Scrotal Stitches. He's in there like, stop talking about my, my, my sack of memories. It's not a good idea. It's a horrible thing to do. Got bad memories. <laughs> oh, man. Have you seen Cars? Because no. he's an asshole race car. Is he? In cars. Damn, he's way to go, it. Mike. Yeah. Oh, dude, no, he's got that Cars beat. money. 
Oh, fuck Cars I, Money. I have not seen one second of that show. Yet, I walked around in Radiator Springs uh, in Disneyland. And, uh, no, not Disneyland. Grand California, California Adventure. Right. Whatever the fuck. It is fucking spooky. Nice. Spooky. Yeah. Huh? These kids are walking, the boys are walking around with their mouths agog. Yeah. Dude, kids that, fucking, like, people are like, why are they making a sequel to Cars? Because they made a billion and a half dollars off of merchandising the first one. <sighs> That's an entire land. Yeah. Hate it all you want, motherfuckers. Cars land. Actually, the money that he's cashing is the Toy Story 3 money. Oh, He was the voice of the Ken doll in Toy Story 3. Mm. He's so fucking good. Oh, man, he's so good. Wait, he was in 30 Rock? I'm going to have to rewatch that episode. Oh, man, that show is so fucking good. She was so. Steve Buscemi stuff where he plays the private eye and he's taking pictures. I'm in a photography class. It's just goddamn brilliant. Still, my, one of my favorite things on uh, any TV comedy ever uh-huh. is Alec Baldwin's character describing Republicans and haircuts. No, what was that? Like uh-huh. talking about his hair uh-huh. and going to some. Cocktail it's your head party. suit. Yes, yes. And all no. of them laughing at him. Oh, it's just perfect. actually one of my fa- my favorite Alec Baldwin lines from that show are uh, of is Sean Hannity. <laughs> he's, for some reason. He's getting fitted, fitted for a tuxedo, and Liz's like, wait, that dinner's not tonight? No. Then why are you putting on a tuxedo? It's after 5 o'clock. What am I, a farmer? <laughs> or at the end of, I forget what it was. She's like, do you want a hug? What is this, the Italian parliament? No, I don't want a hug. <laughs> the Italian parliament is always going to be my favorite. That's going to be my go-to. What is, it? what is this, the Italian Parliament? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, then, okay, he's just done a bunch of shit. Uh, he was in the new RoboCop. He was in Need for Speed. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. I yeah. forgot all about that. He was in Need for Speed, which was decent. Uh, and Birdman. He killed it in fucking Birdman. Michael Keaton, and again, not much more to talk about with Birdman. Keaton is one of those guys that it's you forget about with a fair amount of ease. He's, he's somebody that, you know... Uh, and I think in a lot of ways that's good because he's iconic as shit. I see Michael Keaton in anything, and I have a flood of amazing memories of all the cool shit that I saw him in growing up. Yeah. He's fucking incredible. But at the same time, I don't see him in enough shit to prevent me from accepting him in whatever he's doing now, you know? Yeah. It's not like, oh, it's George Clooney with a funny wig on. Oh, it's like, no, it's funny. Oh, yeah, Michael. Let's see what Michael Keaton's going to yeah, do. Yeah, I understand. <clears throat> Still uh, a lot of interest about him. Uh-huh. I think you'd like Birdman. But I'm honestly, sure I would. my knowledge of you, I think you'd fucking love Whiplash. Like, Whiplash is rated C for Campbell. I see. Yes. Oh, dude, you'd fucking. J.K. Simmons. You're like, the first time you see him, this kid's like practicing drums. He walks in, the kid stops. He's like, you know who I am. You know I'm looking for players, right? Why the fuck did you stop playing? And the kid, oh, I'm and starts playing and finishes up. He's like, you didn't answer my fucking question. I asked you a question. You start playing like a wind-up fucking monkey. Why did you stop playing? <laughs> like, whoa. Okay. He is, you remember that asshole coach you had who was like, yesterday, I let you out one minute early from practice. What did we get today? We got a shitty practice. Yeah. Like, that except worse. Like, imagine the worst coach you ever had. Just picture him in your head. The fucking biggest nightmare of a coach you ever had. Got him. Now imagine the guy that makes you wish you had him. Got it. 
That's J.K. Simmons. Okay, cool. <laughs> so fucking good. I love it. Cool. Like, I might even buy it. Wow. Buy the whole thing. Buy it. From the studio. I will own that movie outright. <laughs> uh, that's, it's funny. One of my favorite moments from the show, uh, News Radio, yeah. was uh, they, when Jimmy, uh, the, the station owner, Stephen Root, Jimmy James, yeah. gave them all new cars, but gave Matthew, the Andy Dick character, gave him all these tapes like, I'm giving you Fibber McGee and Molly because I know you like old radio. Everyone else gets a new car, and Matthew, the whole show, is just like, fuck, this is bullshit. And he talks to him. He's like, wait, n- no. I gave you Fibber McGee and Molly. You own <laughs> Fibber McGee and Molly. You don't have a copy of it. You own this old radio show. You are now the fucking credit holder. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh that's, thank you. that's what I want to do. I want to do that with Whiplash because I enjoy uh, it. So, Andy Dick. Mm-hmm. Remember when he had a career? My favorite line days. about him is... Uh, Joe Rogan had Dave Foley on. And Dave was like, oh, man, you should totally have Andy on the show. He's like, I don't need that guy knowing where I live. That's <laughs> <laughs> just the greatest line. He's like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Tell, give Andy Dick my home address? I don't fucking think so. Uh, Why don't we just send Thomas and Richie our home address and airfare to fucking fly here? No. I would good. rather see Richie. Yeah, I can handle it. Well, just because I'm so over... Like now, it just—it'd be awful. I can smell you. <laughs> it'd be awful. I wouldn't stop. I'd just fucking tear him apart on everything. Yeah. Because I'm done with little, good. little little old dirty Chinese waiter. <laughs> no. Because uh, that's what he was. Yeah. Oh damn, Phil. I'm saying. I don't know if I'm going to be able to taste food for a week yep, after here. this beer. Holy hell! That is a. Uh, that is some throat coat. Uh, oh my! <laughs> it, that, that is, I'm sorry, that is a very powerful, mm, but good flavor. Like, ooh, it's all over the place. So it's all it's over. It's in my hair, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> Audrey from the tamale. What's in my tamale? <laughs> it was like my adorable uh, Tante Greta, my my Aunt uh, Margaret. Santa Claus. Yes, when she came out from my sister's uh, college graduation. And we went to a Mexican restaurant. Sweet little old German lady. But I don't want any of the Guatemala. <laughs> Aww. Oh, you adorable. stupid fucking kraut. <laughs> Racist old bitch. Oh. You can't learn what a fucking dish is called for. You come to that part of country, motherfucker. Hi, honey. I can't stop it until I hear the high low. High low. I'm <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, dear God. But we are in that good time of year for movies. So we're starting to get really amazing mm-hmm. shit. Like, all the stuff. I, I might go see the new Tim Burton uh, Big Eyes. Yes. That story is fascinating. But I want to see it for two reasons. Mm-hmm. First reason is Kristoff. And the, the other second two reason on... is Waltz. Oh. <laughs> yes. Who's, who's the broad in that? <laughs> Would that be Academy Award Somebody. winner Kate Winslet? No. no? Who was that in that? I thought it was Kate uh, Amy Adams. Oh! Slain. Hello. But it's got fucking Christoph Waltz in it. That's fucking... 
Amy Adams is a great actress, but her best part, I think, will always be Talladega Nights. <laughs> she re- you got game. Dear yes. sweet baby Jesus. Dear sweet baby Jesus. Well, your baby Einstein just figuring out shapes and colors. <laughs> <laughs> Nine pound, seven ounce, happy baby Jesus. <laughs> Although Michael Clark Duncan still owns it with the best line in that movie. Yeah. I hope you have sons and they're strong. And one day they have their legs taken away from Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me. Should have realized before I watched Slam and Salmon for the first time, just watch Clark Duncan. Yes. yes. And listening to uh, um, Chewing It with uh, Steve and Mike. Steve, I mean. Kevin. Kevin and Steve. Yes. When they talked about working with him, you'd look at one of them and go, if I were to attack you right now, what would you do? Like, I would be killed by Michael Clark Duncan. Yes. Is what I would do. Even me at my most fucking rip. Does not. That does I would not be matter. fucking killed. No. I would be known as that actor no. Michael Clark Duncan fucking murdered. Yes. <laughs> Correct. And I think if I were to look at him and if, if he had said that, you looked at him and go, I would forever be known as the actor that Michael Clark Duncan beat to death. I Out have, of boredom. I have done a lot of <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid <laughs> film thug memes in my day. Yeah. But maraschino cherries <laughs> on everything yes. is not one of those I want maraschino things. cherries on everything. Top of the horse. <laughs> that is, that's it. I cooked a note. I want to know what that tastes like. That's my stairway to heaven. Oh, it really is. So, enjoy. Yes. Manja. <laughs> Manja, <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, we got anything else to talk about here other than our Lune de Plug? No. Nope. I, I still want to thank, uh, it was uh, Chad sent the, the voicemail last week, right? No, it was uh, Robbie. Uh, Robbie, Robbie, yeah, Robbie Polanco, sorry. Yep. Yeah, Robbie, thank you, thank you. And uh, it's funny, hearing voices, never get where someone's from. Hearing your voice, we knew you were from, from Boston. Boston. Yeah. It was like immediately, we were like, oh. Fucking just like our voices sound like you know chicken fried steak and Lone Star. <laughs> yeah, they're like oh from Boston, awesome. So when we go up to Boston at some point and get drunk, he'll be able to show us the places to go. So we're staying with you, right? And here's a fly, fucking fly. I'm going to tell the story about my trip to Boston one more time. So I went up to uh, I was uh, hold on, I was dating the wear licking the glass, Phil. I was. So I was dating the wear. Oh. Before I tell this story, I'm going to throw all our plugs out so people have to listen. Go to www.thefilmthugs.com to get all of our sponsors. we got a bunch of them. You don't have to pay them. They pay us. Just buy shit. They kick it back to us. Thefilmthugs at gmail.com. Thugquestions at gmail.com. Gets us something that we won't even know the question until we're answering it during a recording. Um, don't ask how. It's scientific. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Thefilmthugs at gmail. Uh, sorry. <laughs> We're on Twitter and Facebook. We're also on Vine. The underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. 512-666-RANT. Let you leave a voicemail that will be part of brilliant comedy forever. And this show. And this show. And here is my Boston story. So I was dating, uh, what's her nickname for E? Uh, was she the wear ginger? Nothing wear about that. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, she was a daywalker. Let's just go with that. Yeah, I was dating the daywalker. Um, the woman who, who solidified my love of the Reds. Yeah, and avoidably so. But we go. My family goes on this trip to New England, where it's like we're in New Hampshire, we're going to fucking Vermont, we're going up to Canada, we're doing, and we decide while they're going off and doing like 
Ben and Jerry's and some other shit. She has friends up in the Boston area that we're going to go visit because we weren't going to hit Boston proper. And I just, I love the idea of the Boston. Even though I'm, a, even though I was raised a Mets fan, and Bill Buckner missing the ball was the greatest moment of my young life. I have a love of the Red Sox just because more than any other team, partly because of Fenway, but mostly just the vibe. That's old school baseball to me. Right. Uh, so we go up there, and I'm fucking jazz. I'm like, shit, yeah. You know, fucking hit Boston. We're going to tear this shit up. Going on a tour of Fenway. I'm like, I am, I'm a lover of Irish pubs. Being up in that area, you know fucking pubs are the shit. They're not quite Dunkin' Donuts because you can stand on a corner of Boston Commons in front of a Dunkin' Donuts and see two other Dunkin' Donuts from where you are. Oh. Fucking Boston runs on Dunkin', no question. Uh, and her friends... I was like, oh, it's so great that we have guests in town because we can go eat a restaurant we normally don't eat at. Let's go have fucking Mexican food. What? So I get goddamn dragged to a Mexican restaurant with a painting of the fucking Alamo on the wall. Hmm. And I mean no offense. It was I'm pretty sure. Okay. It's where you were an authentic Mexican restaurant. Yes. In authentic <laughs> old town Mexico. <laughs> the last fucking picture you'd have on the wall is... The Al- actually, actually, you might have the Alamo. Yeah, you'd ha- the last picture you'd have on the wall would be San- Goliad. Goliad or San, or San Jacinto. <laughs> the Alamo, you'd you be like, You wouldn't have a picture yeah. of anyone taking a nap, I can tell you that. <laughs> Texas history joke. <laughs> but yeah, so we eat this perfectly acceptable Mexican food. Sure. And I end up, to give you an idea of my love of the area, I w- we went to this bar and I started talking to the bartender. Dude gives me a tall Pilsner glass. For, it was Sam Adams and the Red Sox logo on it. And when you drink it and look at, like, drink it and look it up at the bottom of it, it says, end the drought. Because it was before the Red Sox won that World oh, Series. Yeah. All I wanted to do was spend my day getting drunk in the fucking Irishest of Boston Irish bars. Sure. Because I would leave and they'd put my fucking picture on the wall and be like, that big Texas motherfucker, blah. Because- they have a picture of me <laughs> in two ca- with two candles. <laughs> Like uh, Liam Neeson and fucking uh, Gangs of New York, because they killed the last killed man me. worth killing. Because they killed me. With me, I'd, I'd end up, I'd end up on a fucking mayoral ballot, just because I'm the type who knows what to say. To, I'm, no, I'm not I'd politician be bullshit. I'd be killed. You know what? I love Boston. Nope, they'd kill me. <laughs> oh man, but yes, that's my Boston story, and uh, I think that sums up our. "Quote unquote." Look at Michael Keaton. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to say before we end this honorarium? Uh-uh.